Welcome back to another episode of Free to Dish. I'm Gwen. I'm Bainey. And today's topic is going to be on something that we, Bainey and I, actually talk about a lot. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Well, not just us. I feel like just with our general group of friends. Yeah. It's just always a topic of conversation. Mm. And that is relationships. Yep. <laughs> and before we begin, just a little disclaimer. Mm. We do have quite strong opinions <laughs> on this. And they are, I guess, traditionally unconventional yeah. as well. Some might say pessimistic. A lot of our friends don't agree with us on this. Yeah. And as always, we're not saying that our opinion's the right opinion. Mm. We're not trying to push our opinions on anyone. It's just, I guess, looking at things from a different perspective. Yeah. And obviously, our opinions, like everyone else's, are shaped by our own experiences. And mm. we'll touch on that a little bit later as well. But yeah. Now that we've got the disclaimer out of the way, uh, just don't for... say we didn't warn you. <laughs> just for a bit of context, so I'm single and Gwen's in a relationship. Yeah. But I feel like our opinions are still quite similar when it comes to yeah. a lot of aspects about relationships. I guess. Yeah. I mean, mm. to be fair, I feel like mm. I we didn't always share the same opinions. Yeah, I it's was probably... always very pessimistic. <laughs> so maybe you're the reason why I'm this way now. I've been no, influenced. You've seen no. the lies. Well, yes. Again, our own experiences. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like it's funny, right? Because I think as we've we're truly in our late 20s now. We are. Whether we like it or not. Almost 30. <laughs> yeah, we're just at that point where I think if you're following that sort of traditional trajectory of life, you're at a point where you're truly in your adulthood. So you're looking to settle down and to, or at least in the traditional sense, settling down meant being, being in, with someone. Being with someone. And, or looking. Or looking in, like, you know, a committed relationship of yeah. one form or another, essentially. And so I feel like that might be one of the reasons as to why, oh, yeah, you definitely. know. Yeah, when the first time you meet someone within the first five minutes, like, this question is just being asked, right? Like, you know, mm. what what's your... What's your sis? Status. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny, right? Because I feel like when people ask you that... It's really only two right answers. Yeah, that's expected. Yeah, Yeah. it's either you're in a relationship or if you're not, you're looking. Mm. You can't just be single and content, single and happy, single and not looking. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, as soon as you say you're single, there's always a bunch of follow-up questions, right? It's like, you know, have you been going on dates? Are you on abs? What kind of guy, like, what's your type? I feel like it's just not, like, it can never just be, you know they're single and they're fine with it and we can leave it at that and move on to something else yeah and i mean i feel like if there are follow-up questions that's fine but i guess i feel like all those follow-up questions are insinuating that you should you don't want to be single like this is not what you want to be this is just what you are but you want to move away from this yeah exactly and oh my gosh what i hate when Mm. i have been single and i get asked and then i tell them i'm single and people respond with Oh, you'll find someone. <laughs> oh my oh, god, that's yeah. okay. And I'm like, Wait. you'll be fine. I know you can get through this very rough period <laughs> in your life. I am okay. I am fine. I'm perfectly happy. <laughs> oh my god. And you know, yes, yeah, like they feel sorry for you because I know. you're single. Like, oh, don't worry. Well, like, I wasn't I was, worried. Like, should I be worried? I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's so condescending, right? I know. It's, it's all like... the implication of like just being single is the less than ideal state to be exactly yeah and it's why not would the state you to be in, exactly like why would you age. ever yeah. want to be single oh my god why <laughs> exactly and i feel like obviously as you said before people's opinions on things are based on their own experiences mm. and on top of that there's obviously what we're consuming through social media yeah. and just pop culture in general and where you know a lot of the time the narrative is still that 
you know, boy meets girl, falls in love, mm. happily ever after. Mm. And that's the, like, the archetype of what a happy ending is. Yeah. So I feel like, obviously, you know, like, if you're, if that's all you, or if that's predominantly what you hear, that's what you then would think you want. Well, yeah, definitely. It's all we consume in mm. growing up from a very young age, right? Yeah. You know, in Disney movies, yeah. in chick flicks, or just any movie, there's always some sort of relationship narrative weaved in. Mm. And Not even weaved in, like, the, the, that's like the central Yeah, but even line, in yeah. action movies, yeah, it's just always present. Yeah. You never see a woman as the protagonist happily single. Mm. Obviously, it's starting to change now, mm-hmm. but otherwise it was always, like, a damsel in distress, yeah. or a woman could just never have her own storyline, right? It yeah. was always, like, supported or backed up or enabled by yeah, a male. Yeah. yeah. As you said, these narratives are changing, but I think, um, yeah, the overall impression is still that a woman's life centers very much around mm. their romantic interest yeah yeah and i think i mean i love a good rom-com as much as the next person so i'm not against like love stories on the screen at all mm. but it's more like there needs that... to be a variety right? exactly yeah. if that's the only storyline that's fed to us mm. well then of course we're not gonna see life in any other way yeah there's not... no alternative way of finding exactly. out who you are or do all that exactly sort of stuff and like anything when you're only exposed to one type or mm-hmm. one story yeah then it's gonna be damaging exactly and i think yeah not only is romantic relationship just a huge focus of um a lot of movies and books books and you know shows and whatnot um it's also a lot of toxic relationships mm. that sort of putting a positive light yeah. in these stories. A classic that comes to mind is the Twilight series. Which oh my gosh. I'm sure many of us are familiar yeah. with. Classic. <laughs> where, you know, not only does the guy like stalk, stalk the girl her. multiple times and you know she he so creepy. He breaks into her house to watch her sleep and he And also just his voice. <laughs> <laughs> his voice is torture. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like even though he didn't intentionally do it, but I feel like, yeah, he just... No, I think he did intentionally do it. <laughs> How oh, right, say sorry. that stalking is unintentional? No, 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 it's a stalking was... No, 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 okay, no, no, no. The stalking is definitely intentional, but it's like he didn't see it. Like, I, I know it's objectively wrong, but he himself and her, obviously, didn't see anything wrong with her, right? And I feel like that. No, but I think he did. That's why he only stalked her when she. No, but he told her he stalked her. And he was kind of like, hee hee hee. Isn't that cute? Oh, when really? he told her. At Is that least what in the happened? movie. I don't remember in the book. I don't remember. <laughs> Trust me, this is how it went down. <laughs> I think it was just like. I can't remember if she had a nightmare or something one night, like during her yeah. sleep. And then she woke up and he was there. Oh and then she's gosh. like, oh my god, what are you doing here? And then he's like, ha ha ha. Lol, I broke into your <laughs> house. Called me. And then he's like, oh, she's like, oh, how often have you been doing this? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, for the last Every three night. months. <laughs> and then and that's like, when she fell in love with that's him. That's when she knew this is the one. But I feel like this just, I mean, oh, this no. stuff is an extreme, but. Yeah, no, you're right though. Because I mm. feel like I, and I feel like a lot of girls have probably mm. gone through stages where they like the bad boys. And yeah. They get the well, thrill ex- of toxic yeah. relationships. It's more exciting. And because typically the trope is that you fall for. Someone that you shouldn't. Yeah. Someone but, that's not good for you. <laughs> exactly. But then there's always a happy ending. Yeah. And that's across all cultures, right? Because mm. I'm thinking about even Asian drama when I used to watch it mm. this one that comes to mind it's like this Taiwanese one where this girl she's the main character
character and she has to choose between two brothers she oh. pretty much falls for two brothers yeah and one's you know the poster bad boy rides yeah. a motorcycle <laughs> isn't into her at the beginning anyway mm. love hate relationship kind of thing mm. and then the other one who is what you would think is would be a healthy relationship yeah. you know he communicates yeah. he is does it treat her badly does he yeah treat her essentially well? yeah. yeah and who does she choose the bad boy exactly <laughs> So when this is what we've grown up with, of, yeah. of course that's going to be ingrained in our exactly, minds. Exactly, yeah. And that's sort of what you then associate with what you're looking for mm. in a relationship, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. I think it does require a lot of then, like, you know, actively trying to change your mindset in a yeah. way. Or, I mean, you wouldn't so even know that, to change it, right? Yeah. If that's all you've ever known, how would you know mm. that there's anything else out, out there? Yeah. Or there's another way to think or do life or... Mm. Just because you're not in a relationship by the time... You're 16. Essentially. Yeah. That you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. The timeline is so strict, right? In yeah. these sort of stories where, you know, you have to have your first kiss when you're 16, lose your virginity when you're 18. Yeah. If I lived out my life as I thought I would have when mm. I was a kid, mm-hmm. I would... Where would you be right now? I'd be a housewife with three babies. Oh, wow. And look where you are. <laughs> You have one child. You're on the way. A fur baby. I mean, you oh, freaked me out for a second. Then when you first said that, you're like, wait, where's my shit? Where's my baby? I forgot. And it's so annoying because for a lot of us women, there's so much pressure, right? To mm. be in a committed relationship, to be on your way to having kids, all mm, of that stuff. Mm. Yeah, like that would be one of the reasons why we talk about it so much at this age, yeah. right? Because it's like almost a stressor if exactly. you're not at that stage, if you're not with anyone. Yeah, well, um, yeah, if you want a family, then it's like your biological clock is ticking. Yeah, exactly. So obviously that's always on your mind. Exactly. And even if you don't want a family, I feel mm. like it is still the pressure of finding mm. someone and settling down. Mm. And it's just messed up because traditionally, you know, women were also seen as less desirable the older they got, right? Exactly. So, I feel like even now, like, I mean... Yeah, it's not as pronounced. Yeah, but I still feel like... There's still this connotation. Exactly. I feel like, you know, a man and woman that say both 40 years old, if the men started dating a 25-year-old, people wouldn't think much of it. Whereas if the woman did it... Oh my god. It'd be a huge scandal. Yeah, and I feel like that's why it's also getting more and more common that you see these 60-year-olds with 20-year-olds. Yeah, and I mean, that's a whole other story that's kind of gross. Well, I mean, obviously, depending on context and circumstance, but, you know, like... 60-year-olds or 40-year-olds even on dating apps who are only looking for 20-year-olds yeah i know well i feel like it's like yeah like yeah in some cases it might work but obviously depends on the motive 100 percent. well yeah the power imbalance is always there you know like i just feel like you can't ignore that Mm. and if you're only dating people that's significantly younger than you like what is your intention? Yeah, that's like, the thing. If you're only choosing yeah. those people, like, then it does seem predatorial. Exactly. Not saying that everyone in those relationships with those age gaps. Yeah. Not saying that it's all... All wrong. All, yeah. Yeah. All frowned upon. No, but it's yeah. more, yeah, if you're intentionally... Searching. Searching those out, yeah. then, yeah. I feel like it's at least questionable. Yeah. Mm. But going back to, you know, how we get that pressure placed upon us mm-hmm. men don't yeah and it's just so frustrating because yeah. men who single in the 30s 40s 50s whatever yeah. it's not seen as a bad thing you know yeah. i'm sure 
no one ever says to a guy if they're single oh don't worry like you'll, you'll find, find someone, someone. Yeah. hang in there if anything I feel like the older a guy is and they're single yeah. they're almost given a pat on the back yeah like good on you yeah like for not selling down because I feel like for them selling down has a different connotation right you have to give all these things mm. up when you're married to someone like you don't get to go out with your buddies then do all those like fun you're single guys things anymore. exactly you have a family to return to mm. oh my god um oh my gosh the double standard yeah I mean, we can talk on and on about exactly well. it just irks me and i feel like a lot of the time that is the reality right like as in a lot of couples like once they've settled down the guy still seems to be able to go out and mm. do things and go on boys trip and do whatever Whereas, like, the woman's left behind to look after the kids. Oh, my gosh. You know what this reminds me of? Yeah. So, we were in Sydney last year. And yeah. we were out one night. Oh. And we, we, <laughs> met, we met this guy. And, I mean, he was actually he was really, really lovely. Nice. Yeah, yeah, he was really lovely. But he see, I like, feel like some people are good as friends, but not great as partners. Yeah. He was in his early 30s. And, you know, he was with a group of his mates. And we were chatting, you know, totally innocent. Mm. As in, like, he wasn't sleazing yeah, on yeah. us or anything he was like super that. Nice. Yeah. yeah, just nice. Yeah. yeah, he told us that his wife was at home eight months pregnant, yeah. or something. <laughs> and he's out with the boys. And this wasn't a Friday. This was like a like a Wednesday night or something. Yeah. It wasn't a weekend. No, yeah. no, it wasn't. Yeah, he was just out having a good old time, shouting everyone drink. Yeah, and it's like good on you, but also like I guess because then obviously after we we're gonna hear when I were talking about it, we we're just like if we were the wife, like I'm sorry, I just would not be okay with that. No, no. Like if I'm all. eight months pregnant, unless like maybe I don't want them to be like in my face all the time, but then I want them to be at home, you know. If I have something, like if I need something, I want them to be there. Especially when you're eight months pregnant. Because that's like heavily happen. pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, obviously if it was some special occasion or yeah. if there was a reason why I needed to be out or, I don't know, just... Yeah, it just sounded like it was just a casual night you know, out he's with the out boys. making new friends. And I think we actually even... Maybe like we asked so him. directly asked yeah. yeah. But I think he did kind of hesitate a little bit and he was like, oh... But I think this... and Because I think we asked him if he does this often. Mm. And I think it wasn't like super... It wasn't like every day, but it yeah. was like often once or twice enough. a week, which I think is quite often. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I don't if even I'm go carrying, out. Like, Yeah, if I'm carrying your child, yeah. you are fucking there with me. Exactly. But yeah, you'll just be... Like, wouldn't you want to be there for her? Yeah. And because, yeah, it's you... I'm assuming you've agreed to have this baby together and so yeah. it's both of your responsibility. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. If you haven't agreed to have this baby <laughs> together, <laughs> okay, you don't have to be there. a different story. <laughs> but no, it's sound... <laughs> We're making a lot of implications. We talked to this guy for like an hour. I don't know his life story, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like, and I don't think that's I mean, a rare to occurrence. To be fair, he did text her. <laughs> oh yeah, so great. He, he texted her. He was texting her at the time. Wasn't How are you, babe? <laughs> I'll be I'm home still at 5 a.m. <laughs> I feel like this is just. I mean, obviously, this is me, like, being pessimistic again. Yeah. But then I feel like this is, like, a very common thing to mm -hmm. happen, like, yeah. after you get married, where, yeah. like, at least on paper, it seems like the guy doesn't, like, the guy's lifestyle doesn't change much from when he's single, yeah. whereas the woman's drastically changes. Yeah. And that could be a choice. Yeah. And I'm not dismissing that. But it's, like, why is that the choice? You know what I mean? Like, the mm. fact that, like, why can't you give up? Not give up, but, like, you understand, like, you know, mm. as you're coming together to form your own family like yeah. that does mean a changing lifestyle and yeah. that's sort of and something you both have the responsibility exactly yeah and obviously like as you said before this isn't everyone and mm. this is just based on what i guess we've personally this one seen <laughs> yeah tradition oh my gosh if you i don't know how but if you ever come across <laughs> this podcast like you remember us <laughs> 
please let us know how your baby is. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we say this a lot in our podcast when we talk mm. about things, but it is changing, you mm. know, even with companies giving parental leave rather than maternity leave. I think, yeah, it's definitely more normalised in bigger corporations because I know, yeah, in my workplace, they're trying to, or they are normalising dads taking parental leave and coming back to work part-time once the child oh, has good. been born. Yeah, yeah, and I think, like, a few of the senior members are quite vocal about it to obviously create a environment yeah yeah, culture where people are then comfortable to do it when it comes to them yeah well i mean it's definitely a start and i Mm. guess it is usually these big corporations taking a stand and then everything else trickles down yeah Yeah. i mean yeah it could be faster but Mm. and i guess you never know why a company or organization or Mm. brand is doing whether it is just to protect their image and Mm. out of necessity but I guess at least it's a start. I yeah. Guess it's a lot of good causes. Exactly. This still leads to something positive, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So I guess we've talked a lot about our perspectives and where we kind of lie when it comes to things relationships-wise. Yeah, <laughs> I think you should, or you would have a pretty good idea by now. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that wasn't too pessimistic. Um, I guess now we'll share a little bit about, I guess, how and why we mm-hmm. came to be this way. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Yeah. <laughs> I think for me personally, and this is something that we've talked about before, mm. but I feel like I've never really seen an example of a relationship that I want to be in, yeah. whether that's my parents, my relatives, my friends as I got older, mm. or just obviously in the media and things like yeah. that. And I feel like it's just like either I don't think the people in those relationships are happy and a lot of time it's because they tell me they're not. Mm. Or it's because, like, they are happy, but what they're happy with isn't what I'm going to be happy with. Mm. So, and I think I... Like, well, yeah, it's different standards. Exactly. It's different expectations. It doesn't make one right or wrong. A lot of the time I look at those re- or relationships around me and I just think it's not for me. Yeah. And... <laughs> what? <laughs> I just remember. Yeah. So, in one of my previous relationships, when I told Bailey that we were breaking up... Oh, my God! No! <laughs> She got so upset. She no, no, no. Okay. cried. And I mean, I'm sure you can tell me, but from this podcast, baby, it's like never silent. <laughs> she was helping me dye my hair. Or oh my god! Yeah, Gwen just... caught me on time when I couldn't even run away. I was literally stuck there dying her hair, and, and she, she was stuck in the chair. We were both stuck. There. She didn't say a word, and it was actually pretty sweet because you said that that what relationship was the yeah. closest you'd ever seen to. Yeah, I'd want maybe. Yeah. Because yeah, like obviously, like it wasn't perfect. No. But and I there's think, a reason why we broke up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, now I don't... Like, if you told me now, I wouldn't cry again. <laughs> yeah. But obviously, that's the thing, right? Like, I feel like you can't really know so much about... Yeah. Like, others' relationships, well, yeah, what's going definitely. on there, too. Yeah. But I also feel like... Like, yeah, Huawei wasn't perfect. Like, they had what I thought, like, a pretty good, like, back and forth. Like, it wasn't... They were, like, absorbed into each other's... Which I think is, like, one of my... Or there's a lot of things I'm scared of, but mm-hmm. that's one of them. Yeah. And, yeah, it just seemed, like, relatively healthy yeah. and... Yeah. I mean, we broke up guys, so it wasn't... <laughs> it wasn't that great. <laughs> yeah. So, some of my friends are really happy in their relationships now, mm. and I'm really happy for them. But I feel like for me, there's always sort of that fear of losing myself when mm. I am in a serious relationship. And that can happen. Yeah, because I've obviously compromised the part of it, right? And, I'm, and I get that. Like, you can't just have things your way. But at the same time, my thing is always, like, you know, at what point are you compromising so much that you're so far removed from what mm. you actually wanted originally. Yeah. And, like, you wouldn't realise that, right? Yeah. Because these things happen, like, day by day. Like, it's not just, like, one day you wake up and you change five million things about yourself. And it's so easy to, right? Especially when you're in a relationship. You see the other person all the time. You do 
typically you do you end up doing a lot of things mm. with your partner obviously you really like them that's why you're together yeah. and so yeah like i feel like i've definitely gone mm. down that path before yeah and i feel like it's really common especially i think when there's all this external pressure being placed on you yeah like once you find someone you have to stay with that person right mm. and it's almost like you'll do everything within your power well yeah because you don't want to let go you don't want to as people say start over exactly yeah over again yeah and i know like this is a definitely very specific way of looking at things, mm. but that's just sort of, I guess, the path I've fallen onto. Yeah. In a way. Well, that's why some people say it's like really pessimistic. <laughs> some people may say. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, I get where you're coming from because, mm. as we said earlier, I share a lot of the same sentiments. Yeah. It's funny because, yeah, I wasn't always like this, right? I feel like when I was younger, I used to be such a hopeless romantic. Yeah. And thinking back, I don't know why <laughs> because I'm the same in that I don't really have relationships around me that I ever really looked up to, that I thought were healthy. Yeah, growing up, I, I never had that. I honestly feel like it was because of a lot of the media that I consumed. Mm. As I've been in some more relationships, I've mm-hmm. definitely become maybe a little bit jaded yeah a bit more cynical yeah Yeah. and i totally echo what you said before about compromising and how Mm. far is too far and Mm. not losing yourself and i think that's something that's really important to me i feel like i'm always checking myself and i also think something i really prioritize for me when i'm in a relationship is independence Mm. for not just me but for my partner as well you know i think it's still so important to remain ourselves exactly have your own interests have your own friends yes especially with friends i think that's so important and that's probably because i think yeah good night both like yeah this one pet peeve of ours yes (laughs) and i honestly i think all my friends know this pet peeve because i'm so loud and i'm very vocal about it we've both had friends who close friends even Mm. who entered relationships and then just kind of disappeared yeah, from they're, our lives. They're dead to you. But yeah, until by, something goes wrong. Yes, and then they come crawling back. Yeah. And I think that's something that I've always been mindful of. Like, yeah. I never want to be that, that person. person. And even just being capable of doing our own things, mm-hmm. right? Because I think it's so easy... And I think I've been guilty of this when I've been younger as well. It's so Mm. easy to be so dependent on your partner and not want to do anything yourself anymore. I just think it's really unhealthy. At least for me personally, Mm. it was really unhealthy. Well, you know that's that's something you don't want for yourself, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, obviously there are a lot of people who do end up doing everything with their partner and it works for them. Does it? See, I know people say that, but I just don't think it does. I think, I mean, obviously then their meaning of life. But everyone wants different things, right? I remember when my ex and I broke up, Mm. I was really scared of moving out. Yeah. You know, living by my, or at the point I was living, I was going to live with housemates. Mm -hmm. But I was really worried that I wasn't going to be able to do it. And thank God, I... You were fine. I know, I've like loved it so much. Yeah. Like, I can't go back. (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah, but but it is scary, right? Like, it's a lot of changes either way. Yeah, but I remember when that happened i was like oh my gosh i can't believe i actually am feeling like this something else i think i find really difficult to grasp Mm. is the concept of forever you know i've talked about this with my boyfriend yeah but it's just very hard for me to picture that for myself Mm. and that probably is in part due to you know not having healthy relationships around me growing up Mm. and thinking that certain relationships would have been better off had they ended earlier yeah divorce is so common nowadays and I guess some people say it's like the easy way out, Mm -hmm. but I don't necessarily see it as an easy way out. Like, I think making that decision to split is so tough, but I do feel like it's, yeah, in the long run. And obviously I say that I'm not in those relationships, but I guess from my own experience, I feel like a lot of the times 
it's for the better and because people are always growing and evolving when you're with your partner you want to be growing in the same direction we can't guarantee that yeah yeah yeah. or i guess for me anyway because i want to i'm so adamant about keeping my sense of self that Mm. like it's harder to always be moving the same yeah Yeah. so that just really really scares me yeah yeah just for me and for my lifestyle and for the way that i think and Mm. i don't know it just freaks me out a little bit (laughs) it is scary like forever is yeah i admire people that like i mean I, I think, I hope, that everyone that marries someone, when they're marrying that person, they think yeah. it is forever, yeah. right? Anyway, in saying all of this, I'm in a very healthy relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we work pretty well together. We're very mm. clear on what we want, what we don't want. Well, I feel like the fact that you've talked about these things, like, because I feel like a lot of people wouldn't, like, you know, mm. maybe because you'd be scared you're hurting the other person's feelings mm. or whatnot. And that's, like, valid as yeah. well. But I feel, like, for me, at least, I always think, you know, you kind of need to lay everything on the table. Yeah, otherwise, for both of your sakes. Exactly. Otherwise, down the line, it's only going to create more problems. Mm, yeah. When it's like, oh, shit, actually, no. Yeah. But it's like, you said yes. But it's like, actually, I meant no, though, even though I said yes. Yeah. I think <laughs> relationships are hard. They are hard. They are a lot of work. Mm, a lot. And not even just romantic relationships. Like, Any friendships. relationships, yeah. Fam- I can't say that Familial. word. Familial, yes. <laughs> relationships just well it's because like you know obviously there's another person involved mm. so it's not just like you don't i know because humans are so complex yeah and because yeah. they'll be different depending on who you're with yeah and it's like you have to relearn everything again i see a lot of people also say relationships aren't hard work or you know if you're in a good relationship it shouldn't be hard, hard work. work but i also don't but see I, it that way <laughs> yeah i feel like it's still hard work but it's hard work you're willing to put in because it's like say exactly like if you're doing something you love right yeah like it might be challenging but you like it because mm, what you love to do like it doesn't yeah do you think your friendship with me is hard <laughs> i don't think so i think if, like obviously i think we're both just very on the same page about it yeah like i do think our friendship is very time consuming <laughs> yeah but i guess that <laughs> I, I don't think that's way. hard yeah. like to me that's not hard yeah. to me it's like if you like someone and you have like a decent friendship with them yeah wouldn't you want to spend time with them? Or do you think it's also time because we've been friends for so long now that we kind of know each other well enough that we don't have to consider a whole bunch of things? We just don't think about the other side all No, but I feel like obviously, like, I think there's a few layers, right? I think first, it's like, obviously we are quite similar, which is why, like, it makes a lot of things yeah. a lot easier. Why are we so <laughs> We always say, we were literally having this conversation with our friend the other week. We're like blind leading the blind. <laughs> Yeah, we both don't know what the fuck we're doing. You know, obviously we create this podcast because we want to shed a different light on things, but we, as you can tell, we have a lot of the same opinions on things. Yeah. Which I will I mean, we don't, dis- we don't agree on everything. That's true. We've had disagreements, but I oh, feel yeah. like we both know that, like, like as these disagreements come up, we'll... Well, yeah, I think we respect and love each other well enough mm. to not let that ever destroy our friendship. Well, yeah, I think unless, like, so Gwen always asked me if she murdered someone, would I be friends <laughs> with this girl? And I wouldn't. And I'm so, no sorry. I would what? still that's be friends not what you with told her. Me last no, no, no. I would still be friends, but I'd have to report her. Like I would never like. That's not what you said. No, last that time. is what I said. No. What did I say? You said if I murdered someone, it would obviously be for a good reason. So you okay, would, I don't think you would have no choice but to help me. That's <laughs> literally not what I that said. That is what you Dude. said. Oh my gosh, that is no, definitely no, no, no. what you that said. Anyway, no. Um. But back to what I was saying before, mm. I will be the first to admit, sometimes because we're so aligned, yeah, we can be Yeah, we drive each other. Yeah. Because we're both, yeah, very, we, we both overthink a lot. Yeah. We both care a lot about a lot of things and 
we both get hurt by the same thing, I yeah. think. And so, yeah, like, I think if one person's ranting to the other, then the other's kind of, like, gets more worked <laughs> up. <laughs> we just honestly egg each other on, like, but it's was, true. should be so upset. Oh, my exactly. God. Exactly. It's horrible the way they're treating you. No, but we've already discussed whether, we've thought about whether we're codependent or not, and we, we think <laughs> not. No, it's because people have told us that yeah. we seem like a married couple as well. But I don't think that's... I think, obviously, marriage means different thing to different people. Yeah. And so to this person... I think it depends on how close we are. Yeah. And, like, the trust we have in each other. Yeah. Yes, but not in terms of, like, everyday life or... Not yeah. Being, like, I think we're, we're pretty independent from each other as well. Well, yes. Like, no, we're not codependent. <laughs> no, we're not. Anyway, I swear. We've totally digressed. Speaking of codependency... Um, Gwen and I are going on a Euro trip together. Yes. We're very excited. We're delayed for two years. I know. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, people have had reactions that I didn't really expect. Mm. So, yeah, like, one friend asked if Gwen was also single, and I said no. And then their response was like, oh, that's so nice of her to travel with you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm so nice. <laughs> and I guess, Consider like, yourself lucky. Please. And I guess my d- immediate reaction was just like... What the heck? Yeah, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Obviously, the connotation is they thought that she was doing me a favor by yeah. traveling with me because I had no one to travel with because I'm not in a relationship. <laughs> You're a loner. Yeah, I'm a loner. Which I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not alone. No, but I think it is common as well, like when you're in a relationship. To only travel with your boyfriend, yeah. your partner, yeah. Yeah. This goes back to what I was saying before. Like, obviously, I love to travel with my partner as well. Yeah. But I, I also don't think it's healthy to just. Exactly. And I think we talked about this before as well, how it depends on obviously what your life was like prior yeah. to entering the relationship. Yeah. Right? Like if you only traveled with your family, your family prior to, then I guess it would make sense that you yeah. wouldn't just start going on trips with your yeah. friends. Because then that would be like, oh, why are you running away from your boyfriend? Yeah. It's more if you had this lifestyle previously where you did mm-hmm. travel with your friends and hang out with your friends. Yeah. That, yeah, you suddenly stop when once you're in a relationship. Exactly. Yeah, I think it goes back to this idea that a lot of people have that once you are in a committed relationship, then your partner sort of becomes the center of your world. Yeah. That that's who you do everything with. Yeah. Exactly. Whether that's you know a meal out, going to the movies, mm. going traveling, doing anything. Mm. And I mean, I'm sure that's not true for a lot of people. Maybe there's got to be a mixed bag of yeah, like a, a range of things, yeah. right? I guess doing everything with one person just doesn't sound like like the lifestyle I want right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fair. Mm. Yeah. And obviously a lot of this stuff depends on context as well. And again, everyone is different. Everyone has their own beliefs. Um, everyone has their way, own way of doing things, mm-hmm. which is obviously good. Yeah. We don't want everyone to be the same. No. But these are just some of the ways we do things, I guess. Yeah. I know that this was probably a bit of a controversial episode, yeah. <laughs> given that, like, you can tell me otherwise, but... <laughs> Like, a lot of the things, a lot of the opinions we have are, like, the opposite of romanticizing the idea of a relationship, exactly. right? We're, like, de-romanticizing yeah, the much. idea. <laughs> so, yeah. But, again, these are just our own opinions, and I hope that you enjoyed listening to us dish on relationships. Yes, thanks, as always, for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye! Bye.